Welcome to the HSCT Warriors Podcast, bringing voice to the journeys of HSCT Warriors worldwide. I'm Dr. Jen Stansberry Koenig, or Zen Jen, moderator of Meaningful Conversations and convener of community. As we continue to grow, the HSCT Warrior community, illuminate the invisibilities of autoimmune disease, recognize the possibilities of a future free from disease progression, connect through our shared experiences, and advocate for an inclusive society. We're so glad you've joined us. I'm really excited to talk with you, Jared. I am just appreciative of you being willing to share your story with us. Anything I can do to uh, spread the um, word about the HSCT, because I know it's totally changed my life for the better. And you received HSCT in 2014? In November of 2014 at Chicago. Gee whiz. And I'm so glad to hear it's changed your life for the better. That's a great way to start out. Yes. So how did you even come to find out about HSCT back in 2014? It was probably back in late 2013. And I went to the Cleveland Clinic and Dr. Uh, Lee Stone um, was discussing different options with me because I was starting, my MS was starting to progress so rapidly. And she informed me of a clinical trial that they were doing in Chicago. And I researched it and applied for it and um, got accepted for that trial and ended up going there in November to have the transplant done. That's just incredible. So you were part of the trial that was published, I guess the results were published in 2019? Yes. You mentioned that your MS was progressing rapidly. It was. Tell me more about your experience even um, from diagnosis and then progression. Um, well, looking back on it now, I think I've had it since started having pain in my neck in 97 and I was in a car wreck in 96 and I contributed the pain in my neck from that car wreck. Well, then I went through everything. When I found out I had MS, I had a lesion on my neck while I was having the pain. So I, you know, just assumed that I've had it since at least 97. Sure. What happened where, where I got the diagnosis, I started having a pain in my eyes and I didn't take that much of it. My wife's like, well, you, know, you might have an eye ulcer or something like that. Go to the ophthalmologist and have her check you out. And I went and talked to her, and she noticed that I had uh, my eyes were jumping a lot. And she said that I should be checked out for MS because that's a uh, early warning sign. The uh, retroritis. I don't even know. If the, I can't even pronounce the name, but the the thing my eyes were doing was a key sign for um, multiple sclerosis. So I went and had the MRI, and sure enough, that's what I had. And so when, what year was that? That was 2005. Okay, so diagnosed for quite a while before you found HSCT. Yeah, because I, I, I it was what's going with my uh, normal uh, doctor that's here in my hometown, and my wife is uh, um, works for a dentist office, and one of her patients came in, and was telling her about the doctor he was seeing at the Cleveland Clinic and how impressed he was with her. And like I said, my symptoms were getting worse and worse. I'm like, well, I'll give it a try. So I went to the Cleveland Clinic and met with Dr. Stone, and 
she recommended the um, clinical trial in in, uh, Chicago. That's so great that she knew about it then. Yes. So why was it important for you to participate in the podcast? Oh, because I, I want everybody, everybody that's out there suffering, they shouldn't have to go through what I went through. You know, unfortunately, I had MS for so long that I still have some, you know, uh, balance issues and things like that that weren't corrected because I'd had MS for from the pain in my neck um, almost 17 years before the transplant. So I had some lasting nerve damage. So I want everybody that can find out about this and have it done to get this, you know, this disease over with as soon as possible. Because, you know, I'm sure like many people have told you, the sooner you can get this done, the better. If I would have had this done when I found out that I for sure had MS back in 2009, I feel I'd be back to work right now and I'd be 100%. Wouldn't it be amazing? Wouldn't it be amazing if everyone diagnosed had the option for HSCT? Mm -hmm. Just just present it as an option. You can present the drugs as well, but it's that you know, the not knowing for so long. And then all of a sudden you find it. And you know, the fact that, you know, so many insurance, you know, they're denying people and they won't let them have it done. And in the, in the long run, I, I was spending 10 to $16,000 a month with my disease and doctor's appointments and everything. So it takes 16,000 times, almost five years. That's a lot more than what the, um, 16,000 times a month over five years, and they've more than saved themselves the money that um, had to be spent with insurance. Oh, yeah. So much money could be saved. Oh, yeah. Goodness. Five years ago, you received HSCT. Well, almost five. but Yeah, almost five. Can you tell us about one of your most memorable experiences during your HSCT experience? Um, I've since I had HSCT, it's just gradually things have all, everything has gotten better. My walking's gotten better. My heat and tolerance has gotten better. I, I couldn't even, you know, I've never been able to speak while I'm tongue-tied. That's why I stutter a lot. But I, I couldn't even carry on a conversation. I was getting so bad. But, you know, and like I said, my, my mom's in a home right now because she fell down and broke her leg. Mm. And she couldn't put any weight on her leg. I walk all the way in the home without a cane, a walker, or nothing. Is it difficult sometimes? Yeah, but I do it. And that's something that I wouldn't have been able to do even three years ago. I couldn't have done that. So your walking has continued to improve. Yes. They say, they told me when I had it done that after two years, you're not going to see any improvement. And I'm almost five years and I'm still seeing improvement. Yeah. What kind of improvements? That's exciting. Uh, like I said, my, my walking is getting better, you know, and my strength's getting better. A lot of it, you know, is going to the gym and working out. A lot of people, they have it done and like, well, it didn't work for me. It didn't work for me. Well, the, you know, I'm sure you know the main, you know, purpose of the HSCT is to stop your disease from progressing. Right. And then any improvements you get after that is icing on the cake. And I just... I think a lot of people, they, they see people getting up and, you know, they're like, they never had the MS before, blah, 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 blah. Well, that doesn't work for all of us. Some of us still have, like with myself, I still have balance problems, but I look back on how I was before 
and it's night and day. Sure. You know, you know, I think what you need to do, I think, I think the reason that I've gotten so much better is because I more or less, you know, my kid is gone and she's no longer living at home. I pretty much eliminated stress from my life. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, well, you can't eliminate stress from your life, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, you're right. You can't grit, get rid of all of it. But I've eliminated 90% of the stress in my life. I think that's why I've done so well in my recovery. So critical. Kudos to you for being able to achieve that. Yeah, it's just I, I knew I, I had to do something, you know, be it the stress or the HSCT, because I'm convinced that I would be in an assisted care facility at this point in my life. I'm, I'm, I'm convinced of that myself. I've never been told that by a professional, but, but the, at the rate I was going, I think that I very firmly believe that myself, that I'd be in an assisted um, care facility right now. So what was your progression like? You say you had it for 17 years and it started with that pain in your neck, but then what about post like what leading up to diagnosis? Um, leading up to the diagnosis wasn't bad. I was, I was working 68 hours a week in a factory job. I was a, a salary foreman in a factory and I, I knew I had it and was taking the disease modifying drugs and stuff, but you know, I started getting a little worse and a little worse started having more problems with my fatigue and my walking. And then I had a accident. I was on a stepladder and the stepladder slipped out from underneath me. And I came down uh, 16 feet onto the concrete oh. and busted both of my wrists. Oh my and, goodness. Then, and then my MS started going like an avalanche coming out of the mountain after that. I bet. They, they had me on an entry level job with a babysitter by the time I left because they were worried about me falling into some of the machinery. That's so hard. Yep. And stressful. Yeah. Again, again, the stress, I think that made the, 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 um, symptoms and everything even worse. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I think you, you get, in my opinion, again, my own personal opinion, you get out of HSCT a lot of times what you put into HSCT. I've done countless hours of time in physical therapy and the gym and things like that to see the progression that I've seen. You know, I think a lot of people, again, they, they just go, they have it done and expect to be, you know, quote unquote cured. And it, and for a lot of us, it doesn't work like that. It takes a lot of work. Indeed. And I think that's why I've come as far as I've come. Thank you for your commitment to yourself, right? And it is. Yep. It's truly an investment. Yep. Long Again, term. That's my own personal opinion. I would yep. agree with you. You know, I, you have to want your recovery as bad as you want to breathe. You know, you have to. In, in my own personal opinion, I think some people think they want it, but they're not willing to put the time and effort into it to get the results that I've gotten out of it. You know, some people, they do have the miracle cure and they're, they're good as new after it's done and things like that. But when you've had the progression and had it as long as I had, I think, you know, you had to do a lot of work. And they say that it doesn't work for people with progressive disease and stuff like that. And, like, and I've seen people with progressive that they put in the work and they've gotten a ton better, too. It's just putting in the work. Yeah, making that commitment. And yeah, a lot of people that are fortunate enough to find HSCT right or near after diagnosis, 
they don't have as much damage, right? No, if you don't have damage, you can, you know, I know people that live just uh, uh, a few miles away from me. I know, you know, she was on your podcast at one point in time. Um, uh, and yeah, she had it done and she's back to work. Yeah. You know, she didn't have, you know, as, as much damage done, I'm assuming. And, and she tried really hard to get back and she's living her life like she never had MS before a day in her life. She's a pretty phenomenal case. Yes. So did you have any doubts going into it? Um, surely in 2013, as you were doing the research, even on a clinical trial, there wasn't the Facebook groups and all of the social media mm-hmm. support out there, right? So yes. Did, but um, like did I have of... doubts? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I kind of question it because I've, I've heard about people going down to um, very various places. It wasn't for HSCP, but for stem cell transplants and they get better and then they get worse and they get better and they get worse. So I was a little bit skeptical, but I was getting so bad that I felt that it was, in my own personal opinion, my only choice was to have the HSCT done. Because I was, like I said before, I feel I'd be in the assisted care facility right now if I wouldn't have had it done. So, you know, there, there was always, you know, you hear about, you know, people getting infections and the whole chemotherapy. And, of course, it scares you off. But, you know, the outlook of where I was going to go if I didn't have it done was much scarier than having it done. It certainly was intimidating going into it, right? Yeah. But then once you're there, you kind of settle in and you get into that routine and you are so well cared for. Yeah. You know, I, I, I was very fortunate because I I did not myself personally did not have one bit of problem through the entire thing. You Wonderful. Know? Afterwards, you know, I had some, you know, uh, you know, bowel problems and the blood problems and stuff like that after the chemotherapy. But, you know, in general, as far as getting sick and everything... I didn't have a bit of problem with that. The whole, um, you know, bone pain you're supposed to get from the Neuprogen shots. Right. I I had that like one night in the um, hotel room when I was there. But again, I took some Tylenol and, you know, I didn't have a problem with it. And I think, you know, again, it was the mindset that I, I don't have any other choice. That's the way I saw it. And I had to have this, get this done. So I think I, I always had a pretty, you know, positive mindset and you know it's like it's this or i don't know what so yeah that can be a very lonely place right yes yes so did you meet others along the way during your time other people in the trial no i've, I've met people online um, um in person i've never really met anybody but i've met a lot of wonder people wonderful people on the um websites online Yes. You know, they're they're very supportive. They'll tell you, you know, what to expect and you know, it it's up to you after that. Once they give you the ins and outs of what's going on pretty much, you know, it's up to you. And you know, again, it goes back to my thing. You get out of HSCT, in my opinion, what you put into it. Including that positive mindset, right? So what have been some of the other essential components of your experience with HSCT? Whether it's made a difference, I've I've also uh, tried to cut all, all processed foods pretty much out of my life. I still have an occasional, you know, once in a while, I have an occasional candy candy bar or something like that. But sure. I've really tried to cut 
the sugar and the processed foods and things of that like that out of my life. And I try to, um, again, eliminate the stress and I try to go to the gym and I try to get more sleep than what I got before. You know, I think all those things have really helped me because I was probably averaging before the HSCT and when I was still working, maybe three hours of sleep a day. And of course, they, uh-huh. obviously I've proven, you know, you know, proof positive that you can't survive on that. Well, you can survive on it, but it, it majorly damages your body by not getting enough rest. Oh my gosh, so much. Rest is critical. Yep. I can't believe three hours a night. Well, like I said, I was working, you know, 14 hours a day, pretty much, you know, six, seven days a week. And then I had to come home. I had to, you know, go to the programs for my daughter and I had, I, I had the rest of my life through it. So, you know, I didn't have time for sleep. I always said that I'll get all the sleep I need when I did. Well, mm. I, I got to the point where I was trying to kill myself, you know, with the um, MS and stuff. Right. You know, it's not, it wasn't going to necessarily quote unquote kill me, but it definitely affected my lifestyle severely. And so now you're not working. Is that like a medical retirement? Yes. Which is nice, right? That yes, definitely I, helps yes. I, again, that's one more thing I did to uh, um, eliminate the stress. I'm not working. I get the, um, I get my medical retirement and uh, stuff like that. So that's another thing where it's a lot more stress involved in my life. So, what has been the cost to other people in your life? Like, what have they had to give up mm. in order to support you in this journey? Really, not, in my opinion, not a whole hell of a lot. I mean, my my wife, you know, she's been there for me through the whole thing. And she uh, traveled with me, uh, you know, to and from Chicago for all my appointments and stuff. But I have uh, was getting to the point where someone was going to have to start helping me. But I, I, I've always been pretty much self-sufficient. But like I said, I was getting to the point where I wasn't going to be self-sufficient anymore. And that's why I felt that I didn't have any other choice but to have it. You know, I, nobody really had to really make that many sacrifices for me because I hadn't gotten that bad yet, but I was getting there. That's wonderful to have a support system. Oh, yeah. Like I said, my, my, my wife has always been there for me and you know, back whatever I needed to do because she used to um, work as a secretary in a factory. And when I told her that, you know, I was going to have to, you know, you know, quit my job and stuff like that and go into medical retirement, she quit her job and went back to school and uh, got a college education as for to be an EFTA uh, in the dental field. You know, she started out in. 30-some years of age, she went back to college and completely started her entire life all over again. I guess that would be some of the sacrifice. I shouldn't say nobody's never done anything. That would have been the, sac- the sacrifice somebody's made for me. My wife went through and, you know, my majority of my daughter's freshman year because she had to go back to college in order to get a degree so she could better our lives. Wow. What a commitment. Yes. Yeah, I've been very fortunate to have her behind me and supporting me because I know a lot of people that, you know, as soon as they find out um, their significant other, find out they have MS, they leave them. Yeah, that's scary. I hear a lot of people, you know, you know, 
complaining about, you know, the stress just that can, you know, that causes of them leading. And I've always had her backing whatever play I want to make. So she's been wonderful in that aspect. That is so wonderful. So wonderful mm-hmm. to be supported. Oh, yeah. So what could you offer as advice? You've offered a lot of advice already, but anything um, specific based on your experience with HSCT just to help others with MS maybe um, prepare for or learn more about HSCT? Like I said, get it done as soon as you can, obviously. And then, you know, you have a positive attitude. You know, you, you, you know there's going to be times during the roller coaster recovery that it sucks, but know that the, the you know, the ends justify the means. You know, it's all worth it in the end, in my opinion. You know, I wouldn't be where I am today without having the HSCT and then going in the gym and working out and pretty much trying to eliminate as much stress as possible out of my life, things like that. Just have, have a good a- attitude. You know, go to the gym. The, you know, the MS gym that they have online is a wonderful tool for a lot of people that can't get out and about, you know, that's wonderful thing for them to um, work at home in. Yeah, the MS gym is a great resource. Yes. Very specific exercises. Yep. You know, and then, you know, keep moving. Don't stop, you know, because when you stop, you know, you know, a lot of people, it's like, you know, older people, I always say it's the Grim Reaper's calling card. When they fall down, they break a hip, they quit moving, and a lot of times it's, Shortly after that, they seem like they pass away because they quit moving. Right. You can't quit moving. You got to keep going, going, and going. I'm as guilty as the, the next person. Last six months or so, I have um, not gone to the gym like I did, you know, you know, in the beginning. In the beginning, I was going, you know, six days a week, you know, a couple hours a day. In the last six months, I've gotten to a point where I'm comfortable where I'm at. So I, I have not gone to the gym as much which is not a good thing. You know, don't get me wrong. I know it's not, but like I said, you just got to keep moving. Got to keep moving. It's good motivation for me. I've been meaning to get back into my routine and yes, I appreciate that motivation. Yeah. I mean, no matter what, I mean, even if you get the, the bands, you know, the, the rubber bands, you know, the resistance band and they're just sitting there using them to pull, pull on, that that's something you know. Be always be doing something, you know. Like too many people they sit there and they get disease, and I totally understand it because I did it for a long time too. You know, I sat down in my basement and it was because of the depression, and everything, and I was getting worse and worse and losing more and more muscle tone, and I saw I lost more and more muscle tone. My walking and stuff got worse. So you know, it's like you you got to keep moving and you got to keep motivating yourself if you want to get better. Yeah, movement is key indeed. So what about a superpower maybe that you've gained from your experience with HSCT? Uh, patience. Yeah, how so? I was always go, 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 go. You know, I was, like I said, I was a factory, factory uh, foreman and I was always, you know, got to get this done. I got to do this. I got to do that. Got to go, 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 go. And I've learned by reducing the stress that, you know, don't sweat the big things as much. You know, you know, there, there's there's time for a lot of that stuff. You got to sit back and relax and take the um, 
appreciate the small things in life. Mm. You know, the fact that, you know, I'm just walking in and out of the nursing home. And when, you know, even a couple of years ago, I couldn't have done that. I've really appreciated that. And it's, it's taught me to, you know, slow down and be more patient with things because, you know, being in a hurry to get things done, you know, doesn't do you any good. Truly. Yeah. Patience is also a key factor in all of this whole experience, right? Yes. And again, and, and, and then it goes back to my uh, reducing my stress. I'm more patient with things so I don't get stressed out about things. I think it's all tied together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Having more patience can certainly evolve or stem from reducing yes. that stress, but then vice versa too, right? Reducing stress yes. can help you find patience because you mm -hmm. have a little more time with things. Yep. So is there anything holding you back now, five years post-transplant? Other than uh, the fact that I don't have the um, great balance, that's the only thing holding me back from anything. I, I try to do as much as I can with what I, with what I got. You know, I obviously can't go out and run 5Ks or marathons and things like that. Like a lot of people do after HSCT, that was not one of the quote-unquote superpowers that I got back was my, my balance and my sure. ability to run and stuff. But, you know, other than that, I, I get up, I go to the gym every day. I, you know, I travel down to North Carolina where my uh, daughter lives now. Um, I go to family functions. I go out with my friends. There's there's nothing, in my opinion, holding me back now other than, you know, my limited ability, uh, my walking sometimes. I'm limited with that. In terms of, like, fatigue and distance or just the balance factor? Primarily the balance. You know, I do get a, a little more tired than, you know, someone without who never had MS. I get a little bit more tired, but it's primarily the balance. And you've and mentioned, that, well, and you've mentioned the MS gym. Um, mm -hmm. What about other resources or books um, that you might well, recommend to other people? If you just want something, like if you're newly diagnosed with MS, book called MS for Dummies. <laughs> that was a great help for me in beginning with the MS. You know, anything that you get about, you know, eating healthy and, you know, exercise and stuff like that. I've never read the MS for Dummies book. Yeah, it it was a it was a, a tremendous help, especially for my wife because I I was in such denial in the beginning. I I didn't want to believe that I had the MS and just was kept going about my business. And she sat down there and read through that whole thing, and she said it was a tremendous help for her. That's such a great again support from your wife. Yes, that's amazing. Yes, like I said, she's she's always been there for me, and I'm very very fortunate to have that. Aren't we, aren't we all that mm -hmm. are fortunate enough to have those family members um, and spouses, yep. significant others supporting us? Those caregivers often are not as mentioned in the podcast. Correct. And well, I guess my wife did sacrifice having to quit a job she'd have 15 years ago back to college. She did make a lot of sacrifices in that aspect. She sure did. And it's just so important to recognize the importance of caregivers in our oh, yeah. journey. Oh, yeah. So is there anything else you are grateful for about your experience with HSCT? I've really gotten a chance to live my second life. You know, I don't have the stresses from work. You know, my, my kids uh, growing up and graduating. I'm just I'm just grateful to have my life back. 
You know, I'm able to do the things that I was starting to not be able to do with MS. And, you know, I'm just grateful for my wife and everything, you know, the support she's given me, and which has been awesome. You know, my daughter has always been very supportive. You know, she's been awesome too, but it's all I can say is grateful to have my life back. Sure. So what are your thoughts about Northwestern announcing Dr. Burt's going to be taking that sabbatical year? Yeah, that sucks because I was getting ready to have my uh, five-year follow-up. My five-year follow-up, but I haven't heard anything, and I'm assuming that's because the trial I went through has has ended, and he's getting ready to uh, more or less take the sabbatical retirement. So I'm assuming that they didn't need my input anymore for my five-year follow-up. Yeah, probably. Did you go last year for the four-year? Yeah, I've gone every year since I I went for my six-month, my one-year, my two-year, my three-year, and my four-year. Sure. So you were part of the data they reported for like a yes. four-year f- efficacy. Yes. Yeah. Like okay. I said, he was very impressed in the fact that, like I said, I was having to use a, a walker or scooter when I went there to begin with. And I walked in with nothing but a cane for my four-year. And he was impressed by the fact that I, I was down to a cane. And I really don't even use a cane most of the time now. That's fantastic. You know, sometimes when I get in like a more of a crowded situation and stuff, just I think for my own safety, I use the cane. But like I said, I'm walking in and out of the home, you know, and it's probably a quarter mile walk all the way because they're in the very back of the facility going in there and out of there. It's probably a quarter mile. And I do that without any assistance whatsoever. That's fantastic. Oh, yeah. To know that you went in there with a scooter and now you're. Yeah, I was you know, having to use my uh, rollator or scooter to um, get by. So, yeah, I could see where you are very grateful to have this new experience. Extremely grateful. Thanks so much for sharing your story. No problem. I mean, you know, it's just unfortunately, a lot of people do not see it as an option, especially if insurance won't pay for it. And it's easy for me to say now that I've had it done and I know what it has done for me. I'm like, if I would have known now, you know, known then what I know now, if I would have had to have, uh, put a second mortgage on my house, I would do it in order to get it done. Mm-hmm. I got lucky enough that the uh, Medicare was paying for it when uh, I initially had it done in 2014. So I didn't have that much out of pocket. But, you know, knowing now what I knew then, you know, like I said, I take a second mortgage out on my health, my house, because your your health is the most important thing that you've got in your life. Truly. Without it, there's not much you can do to live life, no, right? There, there's not much point in anything else without your health. So many good reminders. Thank you for offering okay. those motivations and reminders in our conversation. No problem. I, uh, like I said, I, I told you a lot of my experiences on uh, uh, Jared's HSCT journey on Facebook. So that'll tell you a lot more about what I had going on. Oh, and I can share that too in the show note. That's very helpful. People that are new to finding out are in that research mode and they're trying to find all the information they can, right? Like I said, like I said this Jared's HSCT journey and it goes from... The first day I got there through my time in RAC and then my, you know, everything I've been going through ever since then. So, and then it's got a lot of various articles in it too. So thank you for sharing all of that. 
Yep. It's like, I need to take a cue from Jared. (laughs) (laughs) Slow down a little. Get some of that off my plate. (laughs) And I could never be doing all of this. Yeah. Pre-HSCT. So I'm grateful for that. But I definitely need to get some off my plate and slow down and not be so busy Mm -hmm. all the time. Well, like I said, that's that's one thing that seemed to help me out a lot, too, is getting, uh, I get... um, massages on a regular basis and that seems to help me out too oh yeah moving the tissues is so important yep i didn't realize how much you know that helped me out until i started getting them done is like i get done it's like oh, i just there's just so much more you know tension that i have and you know with my gait and stuff being a little bit disrupted because of my balance my uh back is a little bit goofed up here and there so i need a massage to relax the muscles that i have that are so tense in my back and it's i get done there and so i feel like a new person <laughs> yeah well and it's good self-care that's great yeah that's great practice so important yep. thank you for everything for just well no thank you and you know do your best to slow down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand with everything you got going on and you're, you're doing wonderful things for the community just by getting this podcast out there. So thank you. You know, you never want to stop, but you might want to slow down a little bit. <laughs> oh, I know. Right. And that's the, yep. that's finding the balance because I do yep. get so much intrinsically from every well, conversation I have. Well, like I said, I, I'm, I'm not, trying to let any, you know anything hold me back now i let ms hold me back for too long and now that i don't have ms anymore i don't want anything to hold me back again i wish you all the best on that road yep. i wish you the best on all the stuff you got going on and you know spreading the word about how wonderful hsct can be a lot of people are all worried about this that and the other it's like that's you know it's obviously a very serious procedure but It's not as scary as a lot of people make it out to be, in my opinion. And I think as we can just bring awareness and educate people, that it's an option to be considered, you know. Exactly. That's that's my hope. It doesn't just slow it down. It stops it. And there's nothing else out there like it. No, there's not. Everything else out there, you know, it slows it down. But there's nothing else out there that I'm aware of that stops it. Nope. Not yet anyway. So it's good to be on the journey with you and part of the HSCT family with you. I Same hope here. That you continue to improve and find all the best in health and wellness in life. You also, and I hope everything continues to go well with all you're doing in your personal life too. And I appreciate you um, talking to me and let me, you know, share my journey with you. Oh, it's been great, Jared. Thanks so much. You take good care. Yep. You too. Be sure to visit our website, hsctwarriorspodcast.com, where you can find notes from today's episode, submit ideas or feedback, and access the latest HSCT research and resources. Special thanks to musical genius Bill Alitzelzer for sharing his superpowers to create the soundtrack, edit, and produce the audio to make this podcast possible. You can find us both when you subscribe on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find your podcasts. 
It's been great to connect with warriors worldwide, and we would love to hear from you about how the podcast has helped your journey with autoimmune disease. Take a moment, share your story. We'd love to hear from you. And in the meantime, we hope you'll tune in next Wednesday for another episode highlighting another HSCT warrior. Until then, be a snowflake and embrace your superpowers. Be kind, be well.